Hi there, my name is Kate McKenzie. Welcome to my show. Today I'm sharing with you a lovely interview I did with Jerry Hall many years ago. I suppose you could call it Vintage Jerry. And um, it's really delightful. She talks about her poetry, getting into poetry, writing poetry, all her favourite New Age gurus, and dating, how she wanted to find a man. And of course, we know she's found a man, but still, at that time, she was looking for a man. So I hope that you enjoy it. I thought it was delightful. She was totally delightful. And um, it's great to share this with you. Thanks. So welcome, Jerry. Thank you. Jerry, it's so exciting to talk to you. Thank you. And also, it feels, um, you know, just reading about you, that, that uh, obviously you've done many things for, you know, all your life, it seems, many, many things. But it seems like at the moment you're also on another new adventure with your, with your poetry. Yes, um, the past two years, I I used to write poetry when I was a teenager, All right. and then I sort of took it up again the past two years. I did a, a poetry course with the Arvon Foundation, yeah. and I had two poetry teachers there, Hugo Williams and Greta Stoddard, oh. and it was fascinating to learn about, you know, form and, and, and to learn about different ways of writing poetry. I'd been actually, and still am, just reading and writing poetry purely for pleasure. Oh, that's yeah. so wonderful. So so now you're, you're, pu- you're publishing your poems and you're reading your poems in public? Well, yeah, I did. Yes. <laughs> so, I didn't plan on that. But, you know, they asked me, so I said, okay. It was very sweet. They were lovely. I mean, it's, it's, so, it's very touching because, of course, poetry is a very personal art form. And I would imagine, you know, it's a bit like being a, a comedian or a singer. It's really revealing, revealing yourself to, to, to do poetry and to share it as well as, as, well as write it. Yeah, it is. Um, I love poetry because I think that, um, you know, it's so wonderful when you read something and you just think, I know that moment, I know that feeling, and you just feel you're not alone. Yeah. And I found it quite cathartic writing it um and i really didn't plan on sharing it um with a wider audience i was i was reading it to my sisters and my girlfriends and they were so encouraging um that they sort of said you you know you should do do you know do publish something see what happens (laughs) yeah well it's fantastic did you go to the arvon foundation in hebden bridge or did you go to the one down south or totley barton is that down south? Devon. Devon, yes. Yeah, yes, it was yeah, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, because I was just thinking the one, the one in the north is one where Sylvia, was Sylvia Plath's house. Well, I know, and I'm a very big fan of Sylvia yeah. Plath's poems. Yeah. I'd like to go to that one. Yes, so that would be amazing. And she's buried on the hill up from the house, wow. so it would be quite an amazing place, I imagine, for you to go and, and, and connect with. Yeah, um, I'd love to do that. So how was it when you opened with your poetry? Did you did was that a good experience? It was. Yeah, they were very sweet. It was about 150 people in a school auditorium. It was big. Most of them older and there was some hippie kind of looking people in the back and they were just so nice. There was question and answer and they just said, "Well, when are you going to publish your, your book?" And it was very encouraging. And what did you say? I said, "I don't have any plans now." Oh. <laughs> But you never, I suppose you never know what's going to happen to you. You never know. I mean, I've actually not planned very much in my life. Um, right. 
everything's kind of happened, you know. Yeah, because yeah, um, I was going to ask you, I don't you, know, being a, being a model, I kind of wanted to and got really lucky and so you, so the, married, so the model... having children, everything sort of happened and I don't know, the poetry is something that um, I sort of sat down and decided to do, so that's oh, different. That, that's so interesting. So when you were a little girl, Jerry, what did you want to be then? When, let's say you were a little below 10. Did you um, have... I always liked acting. Yeah. Um, I loved poetry always from a very small age. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I mean, I never really thought about being a model. It just sort of, you know, dawned on me one day that, you know, maybe I should give it a go. And then was very successful right away. So it kind of became, you know, such an overwhelming thing. It took over for so mm-hmm. long and lasted so long that mm-hmm. I didn't really kind of go. It was so lucrative. I didn't really go into other areas. So do you feel in a way you're coming to a point where the real you, obviously there was poetry in the modelling because it's, it's uh, aesthetic and... It's a bit of have, acting. It's a bit of acting and yeah. also you have to give, I mean, it's a, it's a, there's an art form in, in, in creating images, isn't yeah. there? Um, so do you feel in a way there's, there's a, you're allowed to be more of you now? I do. Yeah. I feel that the poetry, well, for one thing, it's untainted by commerce. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not the sort of you know, thing that you're doing because you want to make money, yeah. um, because there's not a lot of money in it. Yeah. But it, it's just something that I, I, purely for pleasure, that yeah. I feel now I've got time, all my children are in school. Yeah. Um, I have more time being divorced, you know, not yeah. traveling so much. And, um, yeah, it's something I just really enjoy doing. So in some ways, it's, it's your your truth, your integrity? I think so. Yeah. I think I think my poems are quite honest and, yeah, yeah revealing. Uh, <laughs> Do you think in in some ways, you know, now you're divorced, it seems like, um, you know, you're doing, I mean, if I look at your life, you've done, always done so much, but since you've been divorced, it's, you've, you've done so many, you know, amazing stage shows like The Graduate and you're doing van, re- recently Vagina Monologues and do you yeah. feel like being divorced has opened up well, more space Well, you know, it was you? difficult to make a kind of long commitment like that. I mean, I did The Graduate for 11 months, mm. you know, so it's a big chunk of yeah. time. yeah eight shows a week and um when you have a partner who's traveling and full-on it's very difficult to commit to something like that Mm, 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 mm. so yeah i've been able to do exactly what i like now (laughs) and and um and in that space you know because you have your children and you have a creative career does that does that mean that you can you could have a different sort of partner than you would have had before as well? You have different choices? Um, well, I would definitely not go for a womanizer this yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so, so hopefully, yeah, learned and, my lesson. Yeah. And, and, you know, in that sense of, in, in that sense of, uh, you know, opening up into a new space where you're, you know, poetry is very revealing. It's very intimate. Do you think in that sense that there's more space for a man who 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 would want that with you? A man who would just be devoted to you? I don't know. I've never heard of such a creature. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> if you see him, give him my number. <laughs> well, you know what was interesting, Jerry? Because I've 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 seen I've seen you, you know, at a party, and you. You are a, an incredibly wonderful woman, just Thank to be, you. just to be around. But you're also very, very articulate, funny, and charming. Thank and you. yeah, I mean, in it, 
really. And it would take it would take a large man. I mean that in spirit, in character, to to dare to ask you out. I would imagine. Oh. The, is that true? Do you find that it it takes would take man, a man some courage to ask you out? Possibly that might be the reason. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe once they see the poetry, they can. Re- <laughs> yeah. You might get the softer types. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Once your book's out. Yeah. Uh, you know they say like attracts like. You might get a nice. Would you like a poet? That would be nice. Yeah. With a, a poet who's, who's solvent, yeah. got some money. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, someone nice. Someone nice, exactly. I wish that for you, Jerry. Thank you. I do. I wish that for you. Um, and uh, yeah, so Jerry, since you wanted to be an, you wanted to be an actress when you were you were little, but obviously the modelling career took off in a huge way. Yeah, was act- I did do some odd bits here and there. Acting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but really got into it full time only the past sort of um, eight years. Yeah. So was it was it quite natural when when you got into it? Did it because it was something that was you had a deep connection to? Was it as soon as you started doing it? It was just a something that felt natural to you for, for you to do. Yeah. Yeah. I just loved it. Yeah. I love comedy especially, and uh, I just love having a live audience. Yeah. So exciting every night. It's different. Um, you know, it's instant gratification. You know if it's working by the reaction yeah. of the audience. You yeah. can kind of feel them. You know, there's a kind of connection you can feel. And um, I find it very re- rewarding. I um, love live theater. And so have you been enjoying the vagina monologues then? Yeah, that was great fun. Yeah. Um, we went to Cardiff and Southampton yeah. on a little tour, and it was wonderful. And the, the actresses I was working with were wonderful and very funny, and the audiences were great. And it was just nice to have a little, um, you know, I'd done the play before quite a bit. I'd done it in America, and I'd done it in, in the West End. And it was fun just to go back to it and have a little play. And what would you, what would your vagina say if your vagina was going to say a little something story, you know? Would it have a message? <laughs> to ask you Jerry as well is um you did a you did a big series on uh, Jerry's gurus yes and of course you know it's well known that um you know your your sister was ill and you went on a journey and you really did huge amounts of research and tried many many things out yourself yeah it was great fun um it was um something with BBC3 yeah and i had done a similar thing when my twin sister Terry had breast cancer yeah um, she was waiting to have, you know, she mastectomy, mm. chemo, radiation, the whole full treatment. And it was quite frightening and there was a lot of waiting. And I was trying to distract her and also just wanted to do everything possible to make her better. Mm. And so I took off a few months, went down to Texas, took my children with me and and we went and tried lots of different things. We went out to California. We tried all sorts of different healing treatments, and Ayurvedic Indian kind of treatments, Chinese acupuncture, and homeopathic. And we just did everything. And, um, you know, even sort of kind of funny, um, wacky ones. We did some sort of Native American uh, cleansing aura treatments. Mm-hmm. and. <laughs> We did all kinds of things. And it did make her feel better, and it made the time go by. And we felt 
we were doing something positive, you know. So what? I got interested in all of those things. But I've always liked natural beauty products. I've mm. always felt prevention was more important, mm. you know, than thinking about cures. And if you eat healthy and, and constantly have treatments to make sure that you're relaxed and healthy and detoxed and... So I get massages twice a week, Fantastic. and I go to see Ayurvedic doctors because they to give these hot oil massages and treatments that balance your systems with the change of the seasons. Wow. And I do these detoxing diets. Um, so I'm always doing things, you know, as prevention. Did you do that from early on, Jerry? Were you, was your mum quite health conscious? My mother was very healthy. We always had a vegetable garden, mm. and... We always ate quite naturally. We never had junk food. We never yeah. had sodas. Right. Um, so, yeah, we were brought up pretty healthy. But um, I started really getting into all sorts of alternative things when I started modeling. And I went to India when I was 18. Oh. Started doing yoga and meditation. And then I started, you know, trying everything because it felt so good. And what was your favorite, you know, when you did, when you found, when you searched all these, obviously you're still doing Ayurvedic, um, seeing Ayurvedic uh, practitioners, mm. but what was your, what were the favorite things or what are the things that you felt worked? Um, I liked this one treatment. What was it called? There's a man in Ojai, California. He did this thing where he kind of shook you. Mm. <laughs> I forget what it was called. He shook you, uh, yeah. rocked you. Yeah. Where you stood or lying you down? You lie down yeah. and he sort of rocks you. Yeah. And I don't know what it was called. Mm. But I definitely felt something with that one. What did you feel, like a release? or you? <laughs> yeah, or? I did. I felt a huge kind of release of mm. something. Mm. But I do think your body stores things, yeah. you know negative emotions yeah. and accidents and toxins and yeah. and so I think you have to keep moving it and and <clears throat> watching your thoughts and yeah. trying to stay positive. Do you do you do yoga or dance to in order to do that? I do. I do yoga and I swim mm. and I walk. I love mm. walking outside and mm. I love gardening and I've recently taken up golf. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's plenty of men there. <laughs> it's a good hunting ground. <laughs> certainly is. Right age group. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. They'll probably fall over backwards for you there. <laughs> Especially if you Very can play nice, golf. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, no, I just, I do, I, I, I'm actually, and I have massages sort of twice a week. That's great. Uh, I think you just have to be really gentle with yourself, mm. you know, yeah. and um, give yourself treats and look after yourself. Yeah. I think well, it's important because life gets so busy and so yeah, stressful. That's right. I mean, I do the school run every day because I just love to spend that time with my kids. Mm. And, um, you know, it gets quite tiring by the end of the school term. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quite tired it's... out. And then you do things in between and work and... And um, so I try and be gentle with myself, and I have early nights, a couple yeah. of nights a week, and drink a lot of water. Yeah. And <clears throat> don't drink too much alcohol. Yeah. And, you know, just everything in moderation. What's an early night, Jerry? What would be early? 
9.30. So you get a lot of sleep. You make sure you get some sleep. I do. Sleep. I mean, I like to lie, go to bed early and read a bit and mm. then, you know, have a good 10 hours. What would so be, nice. Wow, it's fabulous. What would be your favorite thing to read at the moment? I love reading poetry at the moment. That's mm. what I've been reading nonstop. Wow. Um, I, I heard love you like Raymond Wendy Cope. Carver, oh. Elizabeth Bishop, um, you know, lots of different poets, Ted Hughes, yeah. Emily Dickinson. Fantastic. I'm reading a lot of poetry. Oh, that's so romantic, isn't it? <laughs> so romantic. And I suppose it's pretty dull, really. Well, <laughs> I enjoy it. And are you are you finding you're going to poetry gigs where you're hearing other poets and as well as when you... I have done that a few times. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Mm. So what would you say, Jerry? Would you say you're a conformist or a rebel? Would you say that, you know, or maybe both? I think I'm, I don't know, I love re rebelling. <laughs> <laughs> no, if everyone's, if something's very, very in style, a dress, yeah. I just, and I like it, I'll buy it, but I won't wear it for a few years. <laughs> I hate wearing the same thing everyone else is wearing at the moment. <laughs> that is so fantastic, Jerry. <laughs> you know, where where did you get this amazing energy from? Was your mum like this? What how did how did this, you know, you get that kind of like great, you know, just doing that, for example. Where did you get this energy? Was it just in you <clears throat> from little growing up? Maybe I have a lot of mad relatives in Texas. <laughs> yeah. so, so, like, was was your? But did your mum get you to stick to certain rules as well as like you know? Obviously, you've got this great side to you which just is free. But is it was there a side to you which had to follow rules and had to work as well? Because you have this yes, incredible ability very, to work. Yeah, you know, very. And my grandmother was very much idleness is the devil's workshop. <laughs> and, you know, you had to be busy. You know, she, right. she thought you had to be busy all the time doing things. Yeah. And um, our mother was, you know, sort of, she's very ladylike. Yes. So she, yeah. we had a lot of rules yeah. about how to behave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the great thing about you. You know, there's a there's a thing with, about you which is like, like a very sexy goddess. Oh, but you. also very ladylike, so it's kind of like this mixture of like passion, with a lot of with a lot of kind a lot of, of Protestant training. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Has <laughs> <Yes. laughs> the Ayurveda released the Protestant <laughs> training? <laughs> is that what it is? So mm. is it the mixture? So how would and also obviously you're a Texan, but you've lived in England now for a long time. Yeah, I've been living here about. 20 years now. So how would how does that feel as well on well, top of your text? Well, it feels like home. I yeah. mean, my children went to school here and, um, you know, all my friends are here. I love it here. Mm. And, Jerry, who do you admire? Who who inspires you in life? Mm. So many people. Mm. Um, I must say, I, I really admire Mother Teresa. I'm sure mm. a lot of people say that, but I think mm. people like that who yeah. look after people who are so ill and mm. and so wretched, I, I'd be quite frightened to do that. You yeah. know, I think it's such a wonderful thing to do. Yeah, 
to be an Indian in the middle of these ghettos and and just to go on and on like that, looking after people. Yeah. But it's, it is noticeable, Jerry, that you also, I mean, I've, I've got the list of the things that you do, and you actually, you do d- seem to say yes to so many charities yourself, you know. I do, I know. In well, terms I think of support. Such, you know, especially children, they just mm. can't really help themselves, so yeah. they need people to help them. So what do you do, for example, for the NSPCC Full Stop campaign? Well, I helped them to raise a million pounds. Wow. Um, and I've done several promotional things, um, television commercials for, you know, Stop Hitting. Oh, wow. And, um, well, do you, do you, are you the voiceover or you go <coughs> on as yourself? Or? I've gone on as myself, yeah. 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 Um, and, you know, I mean, the thing is, is that, I mean, parents are, are, you know, we're all human. We Mm. all make mistakes. And people do make mistakes, but I think they need to, you know, try. Mm. Try to seek help. Yeah. Because I think that a lot of times the people who, you know, are abusing their children were abused themselves. Yeah. And they haven't been healed. And, you know, it's not like I think they're horrible people. Mm -hmm. I think they're, they're damaged. Yeah. And they need help too. So, you know, the, the NSPCC, you know, tries to help parents too. You know, single moms who get stressed out, they can't cope. You know, our society, everyone just lives in their own little world and doesn't help each other. Mm. And, you know, I think that we really have to reach out more, you know, and help, help people who are going through difficult times. And what do they do? Do they give them parenting classes? What do they, they do? They do, and they have wonderful books, which I found very helpful. Mm, mm. You know, because I'm a, I mean, Mick's a wonderful dad, but he's not living here. I'm on my own. Mm. And, you know, they just teach you uh, how to say no, yeah, yeah. Uh, what kind of discipline you should do. I found it extremely helpful. Mm. They and have you, these books they give out. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, parenting skills. Parenting skills. You know, because if you're not, taught by That's your right. own parents how That's do you right. know exactly i mean the thing that comes across actually about you jerry as well even though you're so creative and my goodness there's virtually not an area in creativity that doesn't look like you've connected oh, to thank you yeah which is so impressive as a you know as a mom with four children but you're also how you come across is also a devoted mom and so i would love to yeah. know what do you think about being a mom and and about well, i think that's greatest creation mm. <laughs> having children there's mm. nothing greater than that yeah. um i love being a mom yeah and um it's amazing because you, you just you know when you have one child and you, i was expecting my second you think oh my god how will i love this new one the yes. same and then your heart just grows bigger each time wow. you manage to love them all wow again the same you know it's a um, heart-opening experience, in a way. Is. Each it's child fantastic. opens you more. Yeah, I mean, what? Oh, no, would I have more? No, does each child open uh, you more, in a way? Oh, yeah, I think they do, yeah. 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 And I think they just so enrich your life. Mm. Um, children are such fun and so wonderful, the amazing things that they say. And I think you really do learn, you know, you really mature, and you learn a lot about yourself being a parent. Mm. Um, I think your children can teach you an awful lot. Yeah. Yeah, I lo- I'm, I'm so proud of my kids. They're all great. What 
would you say to to mums who are perhaps single mums and they're they're trying to cope and they're trying to work and 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 what would you say to give them some kind of you know sense of hope about being a mum? Well, I think that they shouldn't be ashamed about admitting that they're having difficulty mm. coping, mm. and they should reach out. Yeah. Because there's always people who really do are kind and really do want to help. Mm. And they should reach out to friends, to family, um, to neighbors, you know, to organizations like the NSPCC. Mm. There's a lot of people who understand how difficult it is mm. and really do want to help. So I think I think the, the important thing to do is reach out. Mm. And also... Be easy on yourself. I mean, you don't have to do everything perfectly. You know, sometimes you just need to rest, and sometimes things are good enough. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. It's very useful it's because to I be think lazy people sometimes. people give themselves a hard time. Yeah, and measure themselves against things that they that they think other people are doing, and and actually, I think know. the most important thing you can give a child is love. Yeah, we all make mistakes, but if you love your children, they're going to be fine. Yeah. And you know when you say when you say just give your child love in that sense does that be being with them or the, how you feel about them and, and and letting them know you love them or I think yeah time is important mm-hmm. and I think um, you know praising them yeah. finding their yeah. good qualities yeah. not always because you can get into a rut where you only are telling them off you yeah. know. Yeah. And it's easy to forget mm-hmm. that you you know you're not telling them how great they are, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so you you need to let them know how great they are. I think it's very important to keep a child's self-esteem mm-hmm. intact and growing, and for them to be able to mature into a healthy adult, they mm-hmm. need to have a good, healthy self-esteem. Absolutely. And it's really the parents who give them that, you know. And the first few years are so important. You know, to just be sure and tell them how happy you are that you had them, how how wonderful they are, oh. and find things that they're good at that you can praise. And, you know, I mean, with my kids, sometimes you get so fed up in the morning, you're trying to get them to put their shoes on, and yeah. they won't put their shoes on, and yeah. you're late, so you're going to be late for school. And I would just, instead of losing my temper, I would just sit down and say, okay, let's not put our shoes on. <laughs> And you just sit there a while, and they get sort of bored, and then they put their shoes on. Oh. <laughs> but, so there's, there's you like know, a comp- it's, it's hard to remember yeah. not to lose your temper. Yeah. So there's something about accepting. That's what it's coming across, about accepting what's happening in the moment, and then seeing if something changes. Yeah. And then also, I think they love to be encouraged to be creative. Yeah. You know, drawing and writing and reading stories to them. I think reading them stories is very yeah. important. So, in some ways, do you think the fact that you're on this amazing creative path is quite it's quite inspiring for your children? Children will learn by example yeah. better than anything else. So, whatever you're doing, they'll be doing. Mm. You know? And you know, the other thing is, is slightly off to the left left side, but. Um, you know, I know that you're global ambassador for Levitra, which is for erectile dysfunction. Yes. So, um. <laughs> so I, was, I was just thinking that, like, you're comp- in a way there's compassion for men. There. Well, you know, it it can be a problem. Um, yeah. And I mean, it's just you know something happens when you get older. Yeah. You know, but it 
sadly, we get old on the outside, but not on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> inside, we're still young and still want to have, you know, loving intimacy. That's so. right. That's right. So yeah. do they find, so you must be, in that, in that way, they've picked you so the, that you must be, they must feel that like you're a supportive ambassador then, that, that uh, men would find you supportive to talk about that kind of issue. Yeah, I mean, it just happens, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. In fact, well, I mean, I'm not ashamed of talking about taboo subjects. Isn't that great? You know, because I think that these things do need to be talked about because I think the real enemy yeah. is shame. Absolutely. Shame is what drowns people and yeah. makes people feel yeah. so depressed. And, you know, airing things out can be such a relief. So do you, so you when you're an ambassador do you talk about you know sex and and what they can do and what can happen for them and that kind of thing? Yeah, I've given some um some speeches um I went to China. Wow. <laughs> and a few other places for them, yeah. <laughs> so and and in that sense Jerry, you And they were very shy in China. <laughs> <laughs> so and also Jerry because you you are a very uh, you know you're a beautiful woman you're a very sexy woman so in that sense how how is that for you because you're also highly intelligent and highly educated and and done so many things oh, how do you find that mix you know for you for you to to be all of it and the way people treat you and the way men treat you or do you find they're respectful to you? Do you find how how does that work? If you see um, what I mean, with being a sec, uh, an icon, you know, in, in that sense, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, um, I think people are nice everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose the thing is, Jerry, which maybe you wouldn't compliment. You are also very charming to people, so perhaps you're also extremely gracious to 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 people, even if, however, they would be if they would be shy or in awe of you. You're you have a gracious demeanour towards others, so maybe that oh, allows well, them. Thank you. You've given me so many compliments. <laughs> well, I well, it's something to get my head out the door. <laughs> I, something I noticed. I did notice about you because I can imagine. You know, they. I know some actresses myself and. They can have, uh, they can have, I mean, I'm not saying this is about you, but some actresses may never get asked out. And that's because uh, guys assume that um, they could never dare. You know, they couldn't dare ask them out. They couldn't yeah. dare go near them because they're so beautiful. And, um, and, uh, and it can be, it can be tricky for, for very beautiful women sometimes. Yeah. Um, uh, Only the womanizers seem to have courage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, the women, the yeah. So, what, what, you know, in in. No, no, I, I have dated some very nice men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was was your dad a womanizer? Yeah, he was a bit. He yeah. was. Ah, okay. And now, do you feel having having been with a womanizer that do you feel that you've resolved that that you wouldn't choose that again? I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, because they they say they say you know we do stuff until we've had enough, I don't know. they? You know we we go through the same things until we've. You I know, think I have. Yeah, you've I think enough. I've got over that phase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank what, God. <laughs> what now, Jerry? Are you? Um, what, well, what? I'm about to go off. I have lovely summer holiday with my children and my twin sister, and um, and then in the fall, I'm uh, I'm doing this. 
play. It's a fundraiser for the Arvon Foundation. Oh, fantastic. Where the are you The trial of Mrs. Bell Epoch. It's in October. Yeah. Um, October 8th or 9th or something. Yeah. Hmm. Are you doing that in London? Yeah, or? in London. London? Yeah. Fantastic. And um, then I'm hosting this television show, um, Britain's Next Top Model, oh. presenting it, yes. Oh. Um, yeah. Jerry, how do you feel about modelling now? Obviously, you... You came through in in the seventies, which was a particular sort of time, and you know modeling is is changing and different things are happening and people are talking about it in different ways. How do you feel about modeling now? Um, well, I see a lot of what's going on because my daughter Elizabeth oh, is yeah. modeling and she's doing all the Marks and Spencers yeah. ads. Yeah. And I'm so proud of her. Yesterday we gave a baby shower for our agent. We have the same agent, and all the young model girls came over and Erin O'Connor and and a whole bunch of these lovely girls, and they were all so sweet Aww. and so beautiful and so sweet. They were just adorable. Yeah. No, I think that the newspapers make a big thing out of everything, yeah. you know. I mean, these are young girls. Yeah. Of course, I think there are quite a few girls who are too skinny. Yeah. But um, young girls are quite skinny. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing is, I don't think that fashion magazines and modeling make girls have anorexia. Right. I just don't go for that. Yeah. I think anorexia is caused from some sort of serious abuse. Yeah. You know, some sort of trauma. I mean, yeah. it's a serious illness. Mm. I don't know whether it's um, ch- some sort of child abuse of some sort, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think that's what I've I've heard from, from people I've known mm. who've, who've had that. It's something like that has happened to them. And do you feel positive? So I, I think anorexia is not caused from fic- yeah. flicking through Vogue, yeah, you know. Yeah. But a lot of the girls are really, really thin, but I guess, you know, I don't know, they are, don't they? When they're yeah. like 16, yeah. they're very tall, they're, they haven't filled out yet. Yeah. I mean, do you feel, do you feel in a way it, it gave you a lot, modelling? Oh, definitely. Mm. Yeah, it was wonderful. Um, I travelled the world, I met wonderful people. I managed to make good money and buy land in Texas. and No, it was very, very good mm. modeling. Mm. And what would you say, Jerry, if you were going to say you know, something to somebody about living a good life, being open? Because obviously you've, you, the one thing that's amazing about you is that obviously you've said yes to so many things. You've stayed open. Yeah. Like you said, they've come your way, but you've said yes to them. Yeah, I've always believed that things that came my way uh, for some reason. Mm. So did you, did you, did you, is, what would you say to other people, you know, who are thinking, gosh, I'd like to be more creative. I'd like to live a better life. Um, well, I think that you should follow your passion. You should do the thing you love. This is what I tell my children. I say, I don't care if you don't make money. You can always live with me. I'll always look after you. Oh. But I want you to do something you love. Yeah. You know, follow your passion. If you do something you love, yeah. then you'll be good at it. Yeah. And then, you know, it'll be a success. Yeah. I think that, you know, often people, they don't explore enough. There's too much pressure. I think there's mm. way too much pressure. Mm. academic pressure Um, and not enough you know creativity (laughs) I think it's important to daydream when you're young sleep a lot which they do but to also 
dabble in lots of different things to see mm-hmm. if you have talent in, in these different avenues, you know. So that is that is such a fantastic message, actually, because, you know, teenagers who love to sleep, as you just said, they yeah. need that encouragement to be creative and be allowed to be creative. Yeah. I've, I mean, they're growing, you see, so you only grow in your sleep. So they yeah. do need a lot of sleep. Yeah. And Jerry, what would your motto be for life? Um, let's see. I think life is really for fun. Yeah. I think life is all about having a really good time. Yeah. And, um, you know, not hurting anyone else. Yeah. But I'd say, you know, try to have fun and enjoy yourself. It's short. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Jerry, it's so, so wonderful chatting oh, to you. you. What a generous, generous gift you've given us today. Um, so exciting to chat to you and, and really inspiring. I hope it's inspired loads and loads of other people there, perhaps to get out and do poetry or oh. something that follows their own passion. Um, you are an amazing woman. You've done so many things as a woman. And I think really help us all to think we can all grow we can all expand and have children which is which is which is great um so thank you very thank much thank you so that was jerry isn't she a love she's one of life's amazing survivors really you know utterly successful on one level but been through a lot on another level And yet you can hear, you know, she swims every day, she looks after her health and her body and her food and her mind. And she's still taking risks, exploring, opening up to her poetry, to her art, finding her way in life and vulnerable enough to express herself and say what she needs and wants. So quite an interesting and amazing person. So thank you, Jerry. Great privilege to chat to you.